Discover the leader in you with Dr. Jason Carson. Former New England Patriot turned PhD, Dr. Jason brings a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the NFL Players Association, and the White House, each week, Dr. Jason will prescribe empowering, motivational, life-changing medicine for your soul. It's time to discover the leader in you. Now, here's Dr. Jason. All right, everybody. We are back again for another show of Discover the Leader in You. And I'm excited. I'm excited because we have a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about communication in the workplace. And, you know, for many people, they may uh, go to work and decide that they're going to either have positive communication or negative. And I think today's show is going to give us a little bit more of insight of some of the positives that can take place if you have uh, some good things happening uh, relative to communication in the workplace. And I really think that you're going to enjoy our special guest that we have. Uh, Mr. Rodney Winters is going to be on the show today, and he's really going to give us some ideas of some of the advantages and disadvantages of uh, positive communication in the workplace and, you know, some of the uh, rich history that he'll be able to share and then also some of the uh, professional expertise that he has in the business arena, he's going to be able to share with us as well. But before we get to that, I just want to remind our listeners that if you go to jasoncarthen.com, we have some special gifts for you. And we also have some resources for you where you can grow and develop in your business and really take it to the next level. So make sure you get a chance to uh, take a look at the website. There are going to be some, uh, like I said, giveaways, but there's also some things there that will help you on a daily basis to uh, grow and develop. And we want to make sure that every day you are growing and developing not only in leadership, but also in your area of expertise. So we believe that you'll be able to uh, do that if you stay connected with us. Uh, And then also we're going to give you some information a little bit later on related to our blog as well and signing up there. But now, without further ado, I want to introduce uh, our guest today, Mr. Rodney Winters, who is a graduate of Purdue University, and he also earned his MBA at the University of Akron. And this gentleman has over 20 plus years in business and specifically finance. So for all of our listeners, when you start thinking about some of the challenges of finance, you want to call Rodney Winters. And we'll get to that a little bit later on, but he definitely wants to connect with you. But it doesn't just stop there. Rodney is also very involved in the community. He's civically engaged. He is a professor with Indiana Wesleyan University, uh, also teaching uh, such high-level aspects of finance there as well. And he has a very distinct passion for helping people. So let's welcome Rodney Winters to the show. Rodney, how are you today? I'm great, Dr. Carson. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, hey, it's our privilege to have you connected with us, and and we really hope that we can glean some things from you today. Now, Rodney, I did not have a chance to go into all of your bio, but I think it is safe to say that there is more to you than meets the eye. What would you say? 
I appreciate that. I'm just an ordinary guy. <laughs> okay, you're in trouble now. Now I'm about to pour it on. Wait a minute. Now, when I say civically engaged, I know that for a fact you are in ministry, and you know I have a passion for the Lord, and I know that you have a passion for the Lord. So tell us a little bit about some of the uh, civically engaged things that you're doing before we start talking about communication. Well, yes, I am in ministry, but a ministry is not the glamorous thing that a lot of people think it is that you know as well from being in ministry. Mm -hmm. And I am, you know, more of the behind the scenes type of guy, but we just really have a passion and a heart for people. And as you know, people have a lot of needs, especially in the times that we're living today. And we just really want to try to meet people's needs, their entire needs, not only spiritually, but also, you know, their everyday physical needs. And so that's what really I'm about and ministry is about, just helping people where they are. Excellent. Excellent. What are what are some of the things that you do with that? I mean, do you do you go out and you share the word? Do you do you teach people through finance and kind of weave ministry in through that as well? Or what are some of the things that you do? Oh, yes, we certainly meet people's needs spiritually, but then there's also the physical component because, again, we're not just spiritual beings, but we have the physical aspect as well. And so people need to be taught things about finance and the everyday things of life. A lot of times we aren't taught those things, and the only thing you hear in church when it comes to finance is how to give some money in an offering. But there are some things that can be taught about budgeting and about making sure that your personal finances are in order and things like that. And so we try to meet people's needs in those aspects as well, not just from uh, one-sidedness. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I tell you what now, Roddy, it sounds like if if you're trying to do all those different things and you're civically engaged, that really brings us to the topic of today's show. When we start talking about communication, you actually have to communicate with people in order to bring across some of those financial concepts, right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So tell me from your perspective, what what is communication and why is it even important? Well, communication is simply disseminating ideas to another person. And so it's important because what's inside of me has to be transmitted to somebody else, and the person has to be able to receive what I'm saying and vice versa. And so communication is the way, the means to bridge that gap for the listeners to hear what the speaker is saying and vice versa. And so it's important because those ideas have to be transmitted and so it's important how they're transmitted so that the end result is that the person is receiving what you want them to receive. Oh, my. Now, see, you <laughs> you went into a few things there now. We only have a few segments for today's show. <laughs> so now if someone, if, if you are the giver of the mm-hmm. message and you're, you're trying to make sure that recipient gets it, then... Really, whose responsibility is it? Shouldn't that person who's hearing, shouldn't they just get it? Or is there any sort of responsibility on your part? Oh, certainly there's responsibility on the giver because you have to put the material at a level that is able to be received. And sometimes people, you know, especially those of us who have some knowledge, we like to show off our knowledge. (laughs) And that really doesn't help the communication it really is more of a pride thing. But if you really want a person to grasp what you're saying, you have to make it as simple as possible. And I believe in keeping information simple 
so that it can be received and it can be used and be practical. Wow. Okay. So now you said some folks, you know, they don't know how to act. They want to, they want to show <laughs> off. <laughs> they want to show off a little bit with their education. And I, quite frankly, I, I've heard some people like that and they mess around and mess up words and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think you're dead on. If the giver is sharing something, then it really is their responsibility to make sure it's communicated uh, correctly. But, you know, I, I guess one of the things, you know, when you start talking about that finance piece, and I'm going to go back there because you just have over two decades doing that sort of thing. When when people are trying to learn new financial concepts in the workplace, uh, for example, uh, one of my recent uh, consulting uh, opportunities, I had a chance to talk to people about ratio analysis, trying to engage them so they understand some things. And, and Rodney, it looked like their eyes got, you know, glazed over. I don't think they understood what I was saying. And, and I really had to come to grips with what you're talking about. I was impacted and I realized I needed to really take the uh, cookies and put them on the bottom shelf so everyone could get it in that way. But what about when it's difficult to be able to do that? What sort of advice would you give, you know, to that giver of the uh, messaging at that point? I think illustrations are very good tools when it comes to communication because people relate to stories. Mm-hmm. And so if you can put the information in a story, it helps the receiver really grasp what you're saying. And that's a very important tool. Excellent. Wow. Okay. Now, see, that's dead on. Okay. Well, let's take a a brief uh, second here. I just want to remind our listeners that if you want to stay connected and if you want to have a a copy of uh, what we're talking about here today, or if you want to be able to access it, definitely take a look at our blog at Dr. Jason Carthen dot com where we actually have all of our shows they're they're housed there and then we also uh have some uh, free gifts for you uh when you uh log into the uh, site there and sign up we actually want to stay connected with you you can comment on some of the things that we're talking about here today and we definitely want you to continue to grow and different things like we're talking about today are there for you and you know you may be busy there may be some different things going on right now but we believe in making sure you're equipped so that information uh, along with other shows uh, will be there as well so you can definitely stay connected and we are actually on the line with Mr. Rodney Winters and if you just are tuning in with us uh, Rodney has over 20 years in business and specifically in finance and just really being civically engaged in the community. And now, Rodney, if we're talking about communication in the workplace, what are some examples of positive communication? And then if you can give us maybe one or two examples of negative communication in the workplace, but you know, that really doesn't happen. We don't have negative communication. (laughs) No, we don't have that. (laughs) In terms of positive, it's important, especially if you're at a management level or a leadership level, I think it's very important to communicate to the entire team so that people understand the direction that you're headed. And a lot of times we as leaders, we as managers tend to keep that information to ourselves. But information is often powerful. Mm -hmm. And so when people have information, it helps them to see the big picture. And so I always like to make sure that leaders are communicating with everybody on their team so that they can know where the team is headed and that's very important for morale 
it's important for, important for getting things done because now if I understand where we're going, it makes more sense. And if I don't, then I can ask the right questions. But if I don't communicate, then there's certainly a level of um, uncertainty and you may not be clear on where you're going. Wow. Okay. Well, before we even talk about the negative aspect, let me kind of react to that. So are you saying then at the end of the day, if you are given the right messaging uh, at a management level, people are going to have more buy-in? Are they going to they going to want to get behind what you're sharing if they understand through positive communication? I think that's true. Um, buy-in is important, but you can't have buy-in without communication. And so it's important that people understand. And so that's a very good way to sum that up. I would definitely agree with that statement. Wow. Well, thank you for that. I mean, you're the expert here, man. I'm just trying to make it, you know, (laughs) you're giving us some great pointers here. Let's talk about negative communication. Now, give me some examples of negative communication and really what that would look like. How do you deal with it, too? One of the things that I'm running into more and more with our technological age is that our communication has really suffered because of the way we communicate now, because it's so much that is uh, being communicated through email, through text messaging, through instant messaging, and those other types of communication, that we've lost the skill to be able to articulate ideas face-to-face. And you can't communicate feelings through an email, through a text message, and so we have really lost that. And so I recommend getting up out of your seat and going to speak with your coworker rather than sending them an email sometimes because it helps to understand when you have that face-to-face communication. You can see body language, you can have eye contact, and you can make the message very clear. Even the same identical message, if it's conveyed person-to-person versus electronically, can have a totally different impact. Mm. Oh, my. See, uh, now you're messing with folks. Some folks like to hide behind email, Rodney. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) We do hide behind electronic communication in in a very real sense. Yes, yes. And so, but at the end of the day, what about those people that say, hey, you know, I need to just shoot off a quick email, be done with it, and move on to the next thing? Are, Are you saying that's probably not the best way to do it? Even if you have to send off that quick email, Follow it up with a conversation. Pick up the phone later on. Did you get my email? I wanted to explain just in case you didn't quite get my message in that email or understand where I was coming from. That helps solidify the message. Even if it has to be done initially that way, don't just make that the only means of communication. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. So, well, give me now you, you kind of off the hook there a little bit, but give me <laughs> give me some examples of some other points of negative communication and and really you know, if, if someone is is maybe engaging in a, in a toxic way of communicating, okay. how, give me some examples and how do we deal with that? Yeah, I have come across communication negatively where people are threatening in the workplace, and that can happen. Um, many mm-hmm. people can be insecure, especially if they feel someone else is maybe stepping on their toes or is a threat to them as far as their position. And so a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of politics that happens in businesses. And so people say things that are really, you know, negative or meant to harm someone. And so really that can be very, very detrimental to a team especially. So the thing to really do to combat a negative uh, person like that is to really and people may not like this, but it's to confront that because it can become a cancer and really destroy 
the positive impact that you want to have. So I, I say to you know confront that and deal with it so that it can be addressed and you know the team can move forward in a positive manner. Wow, Ronnie, that is dead on. I think you, I think you're absolutely correct. Um, and when people are left to sort of do what they want to do, and they're left to their own sort of devices, it will become very toxic and can become a cancer in the organization. And really, it speaks to the whole purpose uh, for today's show. I mean, there needs to be healthy communication in the workplace. And when you have negative communication, so many other things begin to happen as a symptom of that negative communication. I mean, you have reduced productivity, you have lack of cohesion, uh, lack of teamwork, and all those things point to a negative bottom line. You know, yeah. I mean, in, in business, you want to make a profit. And if you have negative communication taking place and people that are not trusting because of a toxic environment, that's going to impact your bottom line. It's yeah, it it's not going to be good in that way. Now, when we come back from this segment, we're going to talk about how this sort of thing even plays out in the faith community. <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. that a little bit here okay. in a second. But one of the things that I really want our listeners to be exposed to is just your level of expertise in other areas, Rodney. And, you know, I've had the privilege of uh, partnering with you on a few occasions, and it's it's just been great. So if okay. people wanted to, you're welcome, if people wanted to connect with you or if they wanted to maybe get to your website or reach out to you, um, I know that you are also an author and you have your book uh, and the link is going to be on the website, everybody. So make sure when you go to our website, you can uh, connect directly to uh, Rodney's website to get his book and some of the different things that he's uh, doing in the community as well. But Rodney, if they wanted to connect with you, how how would they do that? What would they do? They can collect, connect with me on my website, which is RodneyWinners.com, and they can send me an email that way or directly Rodney at RodneyWinners.com. Excellent, excellent. And some of the things that you're doing right now, I, I know that, uh, like I said, some of the uh, publications that you've put together, um, What? tell me a little bit about your book uh, before we uh, go to the next segment here. Sure, my book is, about my own personal experience with a major disappointment in life, and it's designed to encourage other people because we all face disappointments in our lives and how to handle those disappointments, how we can move forward from it. In my case, it happened to be through a divorce, but maybe yours is not a divorce. It could be something else. But as I said, we all face disappointments in life, and so the hope is that we can move forward. We can see that those things don't have to define us, but we can take those negative things and turn them into a positive with God's help, of course, and then allow that to carry us to a positive future. Wow. Okay. See, Rodney, that's deep stuff right there. That is deep stuff. So if we're talking about coming back from uh, disappointment and even my own personal story, rejection, (laughs) you know, coming back from that, you know, there's, there's going to need to be some communication. That takes place. So I I think that's a great segue uh, to sort of uh, switch gears a little bit. You know, we've talked a little bit about business and the for-profit sector. When we start talking about the nonprofit sector or a faith community or parachurch or church environment, 
Tell me how communication is a little different and well, does it even make a difference uh, in those sort of environments? It does make a difference. Communication is important in any relationship, whether it's a business relationship, faith-based relationship, no matter what. Communication is important because it involves people and people are really what it's all about. Relationships is what it's all about. So no matter what environment, communication is still important. And as you mentioned, the dynamics can be a lot different when it comes to, you know, a faith organization as opposed to a business. Mm-hmm. Well, I know in a, in a faith uh, community, you have individuals that are seeking after uh, that fellowship and that right relationship with Christ in that way. But there are also day-to-day challenges that pop up, you know, yeah. and how you deal with some of those challenges will define how your communication is in that environment, both right at that point and also going forward. Can you give us some examples of uh, positive ways communication uh, are carried out in the faith community? Sure. Um, Well, as you know, in the faith community, it's in large part a voluntary community so that, you know, it's not like you're, you're, um, forced to be there. You're right. there because you want to be there. And so you don't have an obligation to be there. And so a lot of times that kind of changes the dynamics of the communication. But positively, because it's a community, because it's a fellowship, as you mentioned, the communication is usually more on a familiar level. So if I'm dealing with another part or another person within that community, it's more of a personal type communication. It's less formal. And so it tends to be more positive in that manner just because of the nature of the environment. And so that can be good. But on the flip side, you know, it could also be, you know, a negative thing because you don't always have that level of professionalism too because you also have people, in most cases, from all walks of life and all different backgrounds. And so when you kind of merge those different groups of people together, there can be some barriers to communication. Yes, yes, yes. And I, and I kind of want to pause there for a second because I, I think that, you know, when you're in a faith community, there's a tendency to believe that, hey, everyone is just going to get together and hug and there's not going to mm-hmm. be any conflict and there won't be any sort of negative communication. Rodney, is that true? No, that's not true at all because <laughs> people are people. <laughs> that's right. And unfortunately, you know, we bring who we are to those areas of our lives, and good and bad, but uh, in most cases, it's positive, don't get me wrong, but there can also be some negative communication there as well. Absolutely, absolutely, and I, I think the big thing is, just so people understand that we're trying to highlight just the importance of communication mm-hmm. in the workplace, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's uh, corporate or nonprofit uh, or in a church community, it's, at the end of the day, there's going to be communication, and I love the point that you just shared, that people are people. You know, and it's it's going to be some conflict. There are going to be some challenges, but really how you communicate and rise above it and and go back to what Rodney shared at the beginning. You know, the giver of the message has to be very intentional and how they deliver it uh, and making sure that they're careful. They're careful to not only share the information in an accurate way, but also, in my opinion, in a very loving way so people can grow from it. 
and yeah. develop at the end of the day. So, well, Rodney, we're coming to the end of the show, and I sort of wanted to just leave it open here just briefly for you for a second. Is there anything that I may have missed about communication that maybe our listeners can learn from you that will help them go to the next level, not only in their business and their in their personal relationships, what is that thing, you know, that one parting uh, information piece that you can share with them that will help them go to the next level? Well, I believe communication should be edifying. It should lift up the person who you're communicating with. A lot of times, you know, we give information for different reasons. But if you can build up a person with the message that you're communicating, that's ultimately going to help that person and even you as well. But if your goal is to help people to be instrumental in building people's lives, then your communication should always be edifying. It should be positive. It should be building up, lifting up that other person. Wow. Okay. So, and just so people understand, when you say edifying, give us the give us the uh, cookies on the bottom shelf definition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It should be designed to help build up, to lift up, and encourage. Because people need encouragement. Mm -hmm. People tend to respond better to positive communication. Everybody has been, you know, in a group where there's been a teacher or coach or even a parent who, you know, was very hard on them. And then they've also had experience where people were very encouraging and helpful and and loving. And people tend to respond more so to the positive communication than to the negative. And so... If you can communicate in a in a way that's very uplifting, that tends to help people be more motivated to move forward. Wow. Excellent. Well, Rodney, you know what? I guess that's a capstone for today's show. And and I'd have to agree with you. If if you're going to engage uh, with people, you know, my mom used to tell me, if you don't have anything positive to say, don't say anything at all. And, right. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, there's some wisdom in that. There yeah. is some wisdom in that. And I, I love what you're sharing. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love oh, what you're sure. sharing. You. Yeah. About edifying. It's It's just so important. Well, everybody, I just want to, again, remind you that you know we want to connect with you uh jason carthen enterprises and if you'll go to our website at jasoncarthen.com or even our blog at drjasoncarthen.com we are right now giving away a free resource called the monday morning leadership minute that you will actually receive every monday in your mailbox this is something that is packed with information on how to go to the next level uh, to connect with us through uh, success videos, uh, free resources to really help you as you move along. No one is in this thing by themselves. And we made a decision a long time ago to equip and help people move forward. And we want to be able to do that with you. So I just want to make sure you stay connected with us. And and also, just as a reminder, I want you to reach out to Rodney Winters and go to RodneyWinters.com and you'll have access to his book. You'll be able to follow him. Uh, He has a, a very good following on Facebook. I mean, this guy is all over the place. He's doing some great things. And And we're just thankful to have had him on the show today. Just as a reminder, also, everyone, that our I Speak Life sessions are coming up in April. If you want to stay connected and if you also want to go a little bit deeper in terms of discovering the leader in you, 
you want to come to the I Speak Life Academy and stay connected with us there. You can register by giving us a call at the office at 855-227-8436, or you can actually register right at the website at jasoncarthen.com. One of the things I just want to tell you all again, please remember to live your destiny on a daily basis. You have to be intentional with that, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Take care now. With international leadership and business expert, Dr. Jason Carson. Dr. Jason wants to connect with you right now. Check out our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Be sure to join us again next week to discover the leader in you.